0: So, episode four, Renew Yourself Podcast, Healing with Tattoos. This episode, I'm going to talk about microblading. So what is microblading? Microblading is a semi-permanent procedure of eyebrow tattooing, which is done using a handheld tool. Um, The blade makes hair-like strokes into the skin where it deposits deposits pigment in that upper, upper layer in the sweet spot, which is kind of where the epidermis meets the dermis there. Um, microblading is for women and men. Yes, it is also for men, sometimes termed bro brows, but, um, even going into gender affirmation if you'd like more feminine brows more masculine brows it it's for both you can do both Um, typically the male brows have a little less of an arch a little bit different pattern often for males looking to add more density um, or patients who have alopecia or other um, treatments that can cause hair loss and for women of course redefining our brows not having to use as much makeup not having to use makeup at all anymore saving that extra 20 minutes each morning is a dream trying to get those kids out the door but not having to put your face on makes a world of difference trust me (laughs) speaking from experience all right um how long does it last that's that's a good thing to address so microblading typically lasts one to three years But the retention does vary based on your lifestyle choices and skin types so if you're not using SPF um, or especially in the summertime people don't think to put sunscreen on their brows especially if you have permanent makeup done yes SPF is your best friend just like with traditional tattooing if you wear SPF you reduce not only damage to your skin but you reduce um, the pigment loss um, especially the fading and whatnot over time. And you want to make sure you're not using exfoliating products too frequently, or if you are someone who does use them frequently for your own skilled skincare regimen, what have you, it's fine. You just might find that you are more so along that one year mark for your color refreshings rather than two to three years. Um, also with microblading because it is so superficial. It doesn't have the same retention as when you do machine methods like the powder brows or ombre brows, um, things like that, nano brows. Those are done with micropigmentation methods using a needle and machine, which deposits that pigment a little bit differently. Similar to stippling, but a little bit different. I won't get into that right now. Um, Whereas with microblading, you're just making those very superficial cuts that the pigment is sitting in and the skin healing over. So it does come off a little bit sooner through that cellular regeneration process and exfoliation. Um, Next frequently asked question would be how many sessions? So your first microblading session needs to be followed up with a touch-up. It's usually called a mandatory touch-up or a six-week follow-up. Um, with my pricing, my pricing does include those two initial sessions because they are important. Microblading is never one and done, never one and done. And I say never because that touch-up is what what nails it. Especially when you're building up those hair strokes, um, you need to have at least those first two sessions. So your initial session, first appointment, and then your touch-up, I call it the six-week follow-up, but as long as it's within three months, that's the best time frame to get your touch-up, is within the first three months following your first appointment. Some may need a secondary touch-up after that i have had cases where someone did need one more but it is very dependent on the style you're going for um, what you're looking for if you get a few a couple sessions of microblading in and you're really wanting more density that's when we can also talk about upgrading into a combo brow and adding that micro pigmentation um, either the slight shading or target shading or what have you there are other options so if you find the hair strokes aren't enough and you want more density you might be looking more at a combo brow option Uh, But that can be discussed during your consultation. A lot of people prefer to err on the side of caution and go the microblading route. And then if they wanna make them denser, you can also do that at your color refresh if you wanna switch things up a bit. So typically it's two sessions for some, could be three, could even be four, but um, your touch-up follow-up sessions are at a lesser rate. I do have those posted on my website and we discuss that during your sessions and treatment plans, so yes. At least two sessions, sometimes three. Not very commonly four, but it has happened. And does it hurt? <laughs> Everyone gets so scared, right? The thought of you know microblading or tattooing your face. Does it hurt? First of all, I prenum my clients. I know some artists don't. I prefer to prenum, and I like to use a higher than ten percent lidocaine. I use the Anestin anesthetic and I do that for 15 minutes of prenum why do I do that it's not 100% necessary but quite frankly especially when someone is paying for a service and they're anxious about it it doesn't need to be super painful and it doesn't need to hurt and if prenumbing can give people that comfort right off the gate why don't so I do use a higher uh, percentage of lidocaine like I said most commonly used are things like Zenza, or Dr. Num, which are four to 5% lidocaine, I use double that. So I just, I've had clients prefer it and I've just decided to go forward with that method. So I do pre-num, 15 minutes of pre-numbing and then it is followed by a secondary numbing and that numbing agent does contain epi. thus the reason in a lot of the pictures, you get a little bit of that white halo because it kind of restricts blood flow to that area. and. Um, My client's average pain scale, I've asked every single one what their pain is with the numbing that I've described, and it has always been at two out of 10 and no more. Um, That's why I choose to numb. So, no, I wouldn't say that hurts. Two out of 10, good to go. Hurts much less than getting a traditional tattoo. And for your appointment care, um, it is, Well, I have it all listed on my website, kind of what to expect and your pre-care and post-care options. One of the main things is no um, Advil or NSAIDs or blood thinners, basically, or caffeine within the first 24 to 48 hours of your appointment. Why is that? Um, Especially alcohol as well, we'll add that to the list. That is because you will bleed more. The more that you bleed, the less color retention you're going to have. If you're paying for this service, it's probably best that you keep that pigment in there and you can get the best results you're looking for. So please avoid advil, alcohol, and caffeine, especially within that 24 hour period. I also find that caffeine negates the numbing properties in the prenum with lidocaine. So if you are caffe, if you know if you have a cup of joe, come get your eyebrows done. You will find that numbing is not as effective for you. So if that's one of the things you're worried about, don't drink caffeine should be good um, touching on aftercare like I said it's all on my website so if you go to the website renew beauty by renew is spelled r-e-n-u there is a before your appointment page for pre and post care it goes over eyebrows lips and saline removal and the paramedical tattooing areolas all on there tons of information feel free to check it out look it over and if you have any questions about that stuff I'm always reachable. You can send me DM, you can send me an email, you can call me or text me on my toll-free number which I'll cover at the end here. Um, Biggest thing with aftercare is blotting that lymphatic fluid within the first few hours after your appointment. Especially once that numbing has worn off you will start to weep a bit and just applying firm pressure with the cotton round. Clean hands. First of all, wash your hands before you do anything with your tattoo on your face or any kind of aftercare on your body in general please start with clean hands hot soapy water sing the abcs rinse dry with paper towel and then proceed so aftercare blotting those brows the first day really does help because if you're removing that extra lymphatic fluid you're not going to get the, the scabby buildup because your body naturally is trying to create that barrier and. If we lessen it, we don't have scabbing, you don't have as much flaking and it's just an easier healing process. So blotting the lymphatic fluid is very important, cleansing, morning and night. Um, You shouldn't be excessively sweating, that's one of the aftercare rules, especially for those who are really active or athletic, I highly recommend the first three days you really let your body set up for the healing process. And do not do anything excessive in sweating um, if you can help it um, it'd be best if you could avoid it throughout the whole healing process but I know for some of my clients that's not possible for them um, so they do some lighter workouts but they still wish to do something so but no sweating is best again you're sweating the salt well, salt in the wound isn't ideal for color retention and you don't want to be aggravating that area either and risk of infection. You want to keep it clean. So if you can avoid excessively sweating, it's just best all around. Same with um, showering and bathing, obviously you're going to be cleaning and cleansing your tattoo, but you don't ever want to be soaking your freshly done brows. Um, Wetting the scabs can lead to them coming off prematurely. Um, So if you have a shower and you you know, you cleanse them at the end of your shower, make sure you're blotting them dry. You don't want water soaking and sitting in the brow area. Um, and using your aftercare um, ointments or lotions as as recommended so typically a grain of rice the size of a grain of rice would be enough for both brows for most aftercare products okay you do not need a lot and plus no one needs really greasy eyebrows walking around throughout the day like nobody wants that so it's unnecessary you don't need to do that and overusing your aftercare will also Affect your retention. So just keep them clean. Keep them dry um, A good time to put on aftercare, you know, there's no set amount per day You don't want to be overdoing it, but if you find they're itchy and they're bugging you You can kind of scratch that itch by not actually scratching but washing your hands and applying a little bit of aftercare That can feel really nice and that's that sums up microblading um, Those are kind of the most frequently asked questions I've been given if you have anything else you'd like me to touch on further by all means reach out to me um, best ways to make an appointment again you can visit my website renewbeautybyjessica.ca you can call or text my toll-free number which is 517 one seven r e n u which is seven three six eight you can even send a dm my instagram is at renew by jessica or we're even sending an email info at renewbeautybyjessica.ca and that's all for now hope you enjoy the podcast and how it's going so far this is my new mic so we'll see how this one sounds once i upload it here and uh trying to slow it down trying to keep it cool thinking of doing some instagram lives And uh, if you guys are enjoying this content, maybe leave a comment or send me a message on the website or something like that. It would be nice to hear from you or any questions you want answered or addressed in a podcast. Let me know. Bye for now.